everybody. Whoops. Happens every time. <laughs> Welcome to you. To you guys. I see a lot of familiar faces here. Nice to see you. How's your Monday? Are we getting through it? Some of you probably work regular jobs. Monday is kind of like the uh, bad day for a lot of people. Back to work. So forth and so on. Nice to see you guys. Look at all the people showing up. And I know it's so many of you. Okay. Well, we have a fun show tonight. One of my favorite topics, actually. <clears throat> You'll have to excuse me if I have a little mucus. I'm still kind of recovering from something. I don't even want to give it a name. Uh, I'm sure it's not COVID, but, you know. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm just still letting people in. So we have so much going on in the world today. I mean, it's like, it just seems like, it just seems like things get a little worse every year. Like <clears throat> if it's not a, a war, it's a, it's the, the climate and, you know, or it's the fighting in the government and, you know, I mean, we are so fortunate here in the United States uh compared to a lot of other countries so fortunate I, I don't think we realize just how fortunate we are here uh you know and you know I went to China uh just before COVID hit I was in China I'm teaching a class and had a really good time and I and I had a real a completely different impression of China than I have now and the impression that I have now comes from the realization of of what how it really is there and and in russia too but it's interesting i think china is re really worse off than russia because i've seen some videos on youtube of people that live in russia and they're talking they're talking about their life and and there you know there's a lot of rural um russia is mostly country you know there are some cities uh but even a city of like 200 thousand or more is considered a very small like village in Russia and their life hasn't really changed I mean because a lot of people in Russia grow their own vegetables and it's very interesting that they they grow their own food and their their local economy is not suffering as a result of of all of our sanctions and everything so people in Russia are not actually suffering but people in China are really suffering because all this pressure that has been applied 
by the war has caused all the inequities in the Chinese governmental system to be unearthed, to be revealed. And it's, it's both Russia and China are just completely corrupt, run by a dictatorship. And that's just the way it is, but it's worse in China. I mean, if you've read any of the news lately, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and it's building up. The people are starting to revolt in big numbers and the government's sending out all these people to arrest them and and uh, and to mute them and keep them out of the news. You know, it's like, um, it's really, and you know, I don't know what's gonna happen, but China is not really strong enough to take, take on us in a war and neither is Russia. But, you know, I, I've been watching a lot of videos of World War II and, you know, and World War I a little bit too. I never was interested in World War I, but I, I did finally take a look at World War I and kind of understand what happened. And it's funny, both those wars were basically started by Germany. <laughs> so funny. Um, funny, not funny though, because so many tens of millions of people died in both those wars. And, you know, what it was in World War I was the first uh, fully mechanized war where we had like tanks and we had, you know, machine guns and, you know, bombs and airplanes. And, you know, it was the first war where we had like, we had mechanized killing of our enemy and they had it too. Okay. So, and World War II took it up a step and World War II had more submarines and things of that nature and the aircraft and the fighting in the air became much more predominant. So now we're looking at, let's just say, for example, that if we have a World War III, well, what we're looking at now is, is much, much bigger than World War I and World War II because we're looking at nuclear. We're looking at uh, the potential that people, that that some country could throw a nuke. And, or, I mean, these, these, these nuke missiles have, I don't know how it works. I don't know how they actually work, but they have like multiple warheads. They have like just tons of war, warheads in this one, in one bomb, in one missile. And then they've got like, you know, thousands of these missiles. So it's, it's just, um, it's just, it's scary, you know, but both sides are afraid because they know that if they launch a nuke, everybody's going to know about it. And there's going to be nukes launched against them as well. So nobody's in a hurry to start a war right now. And hopefully they won't. But getting back to the topic of our show tonight, spiritual and material cycles. And see, in spite of what's going on in the world, um, in spite of what's going on in the world right now or in the future, your personal karma is going to be stronger than what's going on in the world. Now, if you happen to be a person who really worries a lot about society, about government, about the climate, if you if, if that's something that you that personally gets you, then that's going to be really hard for you. Those things are going to be hard for you. Um, but each of us is born with our own personal karma. And this card system and astrology is all about what each of our personal karma is. And that's that's what it is. It's a map, really. When I when I look at when I look at uh, when I look at uh, you know people's charts and I look at their cards, I'm looking at a map of their karma. I'm looking at what they came into this life with, 
and what, and I can see the patterns, you know, a good reader for the cards or astrology can see the patterns. They can see the patterns that each person is born under. And this is like a karmic thing. Now, each of us will have areas where external, certain kinds of external things will affect us more and other kinds will affect us less. So like, for example, you might be a birthday where your biggest thing in life is your health. You've had constant health problems and it's been an ongoing thing your whole life, off and on. You know, I have a friend who's like that. I think I might've mentioned him before on the show, but you know, there are people that health is it. I mean, it's everything. Uh, somebody else, it might be self-esteem, you know, it might be their self-esteem is constantly being attacked by the universe and they're constantly fighting with it. It might be money. It might, might be a money thing or a, a greed money thing. Everybody's different. Everybody has their own unique karma. But the cards will tell you when there's going to be something uh, challenging, okay? And and here's, if, if, you were, if you were to step back, if we were all to step back and look at our life, like from an objective point of view, and, it, and you'd have to look at sort of like a 20-year stretch or maybe a 30-year stretch of life just to kind of, and, and really know the inside story, like what happened and what was the result of what happened and so forth. You'll find that this is, this is what's true, is that whenever we feel triggered by external situations, whether it's a relationship, a health thing, a person, a government, uh, you know, whatever it is, whenever we're triggered by that, okay, we are having an opportunity to see what's going on inside of ourselves. We're having an opportunity to see what is it that we're holding onto inside that causes us to resist, to resist whatever is happening in the world around us. We're having this opportunity. Now, when you have, it's funny that the cards that are the spiritual cards in the in the card system are sevens and nines. And these are the most feared cards in the deck, right? They're the most feared. Why are they the most feared? Because bad things happen when you have sevens and nines. Not always, but they tend to have, bad things tend to happen under sevens and nines, especially if they're found in the Saturn period, which is the karmic period. And we're all kind of afraid of our karma. This is a, this is the nature of our ego. We can't help it. We can't help but be afraid of Saturn and be afraid of uh, sevens and nines in difficult positions. And difficult positions are Saturn, of course, Mars can be difficult, Pluto is, uh, and the first, and the displacement card also can be very difficult. We're talking about in the yearly spread right now. So the, the, the displacement card in your yearly spread is just like your first karma card in your life spread, your first karma card. It's something that you have to give energy to and it needs to be upgraded to a higher level. And that displacement card is like a yearly first karma card. That's, that's really the best way to look at it. I mean, it's the same exact principle. It's just that it's only one year. It's not for your whole life. Your lifetime displacement card is going to be, or first karma card, is going to be something that may take you most of your life to, to overcome or to deal with or to accept, okay? 
So when you see sevens and nines, a lot of them, you know, like I had a really difficult year last year, uh, personally difficult. And I had my lifetime Saturn card in my yearly Saturn period. Um, and, and I mean, that uh, that accounted for a lot of it. That was a very interesting, I think, I, I didn't think that would ever happen that I would have, that I would have my lifetime Saturn card, the seven of clubs also show up in Saturn in the same year in my life, in my birth card spread. So it was very unusual. I don't think that happens very often that people have their lifetime Saturn card. I mean, it happens at age 45 for most people, but not like at a different age. It generally doesn't happen like that, but it did. And I got COVID, but there was a host of other things and everything was taken. I could say that I can say that for myself, I, I, I certainly wasn't perfect about it, but I, I definitely was able to take a lot of it as something to look at in myself. Take a look at like what's going on. Like when I was when I had COVID, I, I was watching my resistance to COVID. A seven of clubs in Saturn is like a negative thing, a negative mind, negative self-talk, a negative, you know, thought forms around something, which basically means resisting. It means not accepting it, but resisting. This whole notion of resisting is is huge when it comes to the spiritual growth that we go through. So finding out that I was resisting, like noticing, I had the awareness enough that I could notice, oh, I'm really making a kind of a, 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 a negative story about this in my head, about being sick. Just having that awareness can often change things. Just knowing that you're doing it is a huge step because most of us have these things happen and we don't even know that we don't even know what's going on inside. We're not, we're just saying, oh, I'm having bad luck or something. We don't say to ourselves, well, how am I relating to this experience? So one thing to know is that the sevens and nines are going to bring up experiences that you don't like. They're going to bring up experiences that you maybe have avoided most of your life, experiences, uh, situations, people, things that you tend to try to make a wall around yourself to protect yourself from. Okay, that's what we do. We create walls. That's why a lot of people, when they get old, they just, they're kind of dead because they've they blocked themselves off from so many things in order to protect themselves that they don't really feel life anymore. They're not really in life anymore. They're basically in a little box to try to protect themselves. But that also keeps out all the good things and keeps out all the good experiences in their life. So the way to look at this that, that I've seen is that the universe is simply trying to un to free each of us from all the things inside that we hold that are misrepresentations, misinterpretations of, of the reality of life. Like the reality of life is not that life is meant to torture and punish us and that we're, we're bad people and even good people get punished. That is not the true reality of life. And anybody who's had a spiritual awakening knows that. They've had the direct, you, most people here have probably had these experiences. So you have that, but just having that experience is not enough to change a person's attitude when something comes up again. Okay, it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of uh, time in most cases. As Eckhart Tolle said, most people have to work at it, you know, to look at your resistance. So it's not the situation. 
It's how we react to the situation. That is where we have, that's the whole story of our spiritual growth right there. It's not the situation because you could you could so show 10 people some scene uh, that's going on in the street and you would get 10 different interpretations of what was happening. And you would get 10 different reactions to that because everybody's coming from a different point of view. I can guarantee you though, that the, the life you're living, what happens to you on a day-to-day basis is exactly what you need to show what we need to show us where we have life wrong. We have it where we have it kind of misinterpreted. Uh, we, we've made it into a bad thing. We've made it, okay, if this if X happens, that's bad, and there must be something wrong with me, and there must be something wrong. <clears throat> okay, so this is what the universe is doing. Okay, now, if you have really good cards, some, some people like, uh, let's say like the Eight of Clubs, for example. The Eight of Clubs has a, a perfect life spread almost. I mean, every card is, almost every card is even numbered. They got, you know, four, sixes, tens, eights in their life spread. All the cards in the life spread are in the Jupiter line. Super, super um, fortunate card. Then you take the six of clubs. They have the similar. They have like sixes, queens, tens. Um, They have all these really good cards and in their life spread. And you would think, oh, well, you know, uh, I'm I'm a three of diamonds. You know, you would think, oh, well. I'm a three of diamonds. I'm really cursed. I have all these bad cards or you're a queen of diamonds like me or where you have all these, you know, odd numbered cards in your life spread. Okay. But these odd numbered cards and especially the sevens and nines, these are all spiritual cards. So there's like huge opportunities for spiritual growth because of these sevens and nines. And for everybody else, when sevens and nines show up, you know, when sevens and nines show up, there's an opportunity so the universe is going to show you something. And we, and we look at it like the general conversation about these kinds of experiences uh, is, oh, that was really bad luck. Sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you. That was really bad. You know, oh, you know, uh, you don't deserve that, you know. But actually, whatever happens to us is exactly what we need to see and look at. And we don't need to look at the situation so much. We need to look at how we're relating. Are we like curious about, why we're reacting the way that we do. If we're reacting in a negative way, are we, do we at least have any curiosity? Like, why, why does this always bug me so much? Doesn't bug my partner that this same thing does not bug them at all. Why does it bug me? You know, so you can have, I don't care what card you are, you're going to have these spiritual cycles and you're going to have these material cycles. And the material cycles are where everything's like, you're getting a lot of the things you want. Like, your, you know, money's coming in, if that's important to you, or your health gets better, or you have a great relationship experience, you know, you know, whatever it is, you're going to have these cycles where these things happen. And they can have, they can last a year, maybe two years even, or maybe just a few months. And then you can turn around and have something really devastating happen to you. And you think, oh my God, you know, I thought I was like in the clear. I thought I was like, Things were okay now, and I could just relax, you know, but look what's going on in my life. But see, it's not really, that's not really what's really going on. What's really going on is the universe 
I mean, we don't have the ability to understand our, you know, we try, I mean, our minds, we think we're so smart. I mean, I've always thought I was really smart. Jack of clubs, decanate ruling card. I always thought I was the smartest person in the room. And I had a famous psychic tell me that I was a genius. And, you know, I was convinced that I was and all that. But when you, when it comes to life and trying to understand why things happen the way they do, we really have no idea. We're like looking we're looking at the universe through a keyhole. We're seeing like a small little portion of it. That's all we're seeing. And from that, we're making we're making decisions and we're making inferences and we're deciding what's going on and we're making beliefs around that. And it's crazy. All we really have to pay attention to is not what's going on. We only have to pay attention to us. What are we, how, how are we reacting? Are we triggered by a situation? And we have to be honest, like it could be minor stuff. You know, when we just when we just like call somebody a name or call some group of people or people some kind of name, some kind of slang tune, like loser or, you know, uh, this, or whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, this name calling, that's a form of resistance. That shows that you have a resistance there. And someday you're going to have to look at that. And someday you're going to have to like get to the truth of that and find out why you're putting up that wall against that person or that kind of situation in your life. So what happens is the material cycles are nice. They are nice. I mean, you, you get money or you get good health, you get good relationships or you get dreams come true and so forth, things you've wanted, you know, and, and they're nice. And then you'll have these spiritual cycles where you don't, where, where nothing seems to be going your way and all the expectations that you might've had tend to get just like obliterated by the universe, you know, and you think, oh my God, you know, uh, I'm really, uh, there can be a lot of negative thinking around that when that happens, okay? But the truth of the matter is, when these situations come up, and like especially under sevens and nines, which are the spiritual cards of the deck, you have the greatest opportunity to become free of that it whatever whatever's inside of you that is fighting against the universe and is resisting what is going on. You know, and we, we each of us, we are <laughs> honestly. I can't, I don't know anybody who's not challenged every day and all day long. There may be, it may be small stuff, okay? And when you're getting a lot of what you want out of life, when you're getting the things you really like and want, like you're having a material cycle, we tend to sort of like not just ignore the where we're resisting, you know? And then, then, then comes the fear. The ego has the fear. Oh, things are going so well. When is the shoe going to drop and I'm going to get creamed again? You know, that comes up in our mind. It, it's the nature of the ego to do that. That's what it does. So really, even when things are going really well, you're not completely free of this, uh, these spiritual lessons that are coming up. It's a different kind of spiritual lesson. Like sometimes you might want something really bad for a really long time and you get a cycle where you get it. All of a sudden you got it. And then you get it and you realize, you know, it was it was good, but it didn't change my life. 
it, 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 it's an experience. It's calm. It's gone. I've had it. Now I have a memory of it. And here I am right back in my life again. So, you know, it's questionable whether getting all these things that we want out of life and that we feel so happy about when we get them, it's questionable whether they're really great, good or bad in the long run. And it's very questionable whether these challenges that we have in life that make us unhappy and that make us upset, depressed, sad, angry, uh, fearful, whatever, it's very questionable whether those are actually bad because these are the things, and especially the really big ones, are the ones that transform us. And you can see that you're, when you've gone through some of your deepest, darkest ones in your life, you've come out like a new person. You've come out like a whole new person. So, you know, you might think, oh, I'm a great lucky card because I'm always good cards, you know. And, and, and honestly, there are people that enjoy that. And sometimes their karma is not so great. I, I've met lots of people who don't have nearly the, the negative karma that I have in different areas of my life. I seem to have it in every single area of, the, of my life. But I see it now like it becomes like a way to free myself more and more from this fearful way of living, of being afraid of what's going to happen. You know, what's going to happen in the future that's going to rock my boat or rock my world, okay? And I know that all of us go through this. There's not one person here who's immune to this. There's not one person here who can say, oh, no, that, that doesn't happen to me. That's, you know, that, that's not what's going on. Uh, I have a great life. I have a great life. I'm, everything's going my way. I mean, you, you, it's funny, you know, you read the news and you can, you'll, you'll think, oh, there's this person I really like. He's famous or she's famous. And then you read uh, something the next day and they they had a tragedy they lost a child or uh ann hesh who just had a car accident and she was a great uh uh actress and now she's brain dead and i can't i don't I can't figure out whether she's alive or dead if they pulled the plug on her yet or not but you know i watched a lot of movies with her and and you know but she was on narcotics and she was probably extremely unhappy can you imagine can you imagine a person that has all the things that you want that you think you want and they're miserable they're so miserable that they they do self-harm you know in some way you know so it's all it's like my teacher used to say robert it's an inside job okay it's all an inside job if you take everything if we take everything that's happening in our life and stop to feel how we're feeling about it. Like check in on our reaction. We can learn so much about ourselves, and we can learn that there's parts of ourselves that need our attention that we like probably ignored or pushed away. You know, and when we build those blocks around ourselves to protect ourselves from the world, we're also blocking off ourselves. You know, we're, we're we're choosing not to feel what those things that we don't like can help us to feel and experience. And there's a lot, there's so much that we can learn by being open to those experiences. There's a great book, and some of you probably read, read it. It's called The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. And, you know, he talks about all kinds of things in there. But the, the chapter I like the most is little chapters about, you know, children, uh, your job, occupation, 
marriage and so forth. When he's talking about love, he says, you know, don't go near love uh, if unless you're ready to be got, be put through the ringer, you know, put through the ringer. And it's like love brings up everything unlike itself. So everything within us that's like that is from the past that where we closed off, these things all have to be opened up. Everything in each of us that is closed off in some way to certain kinds of experiences, the universe will keep bringing back over and over and over again. And you know the astrology and the cards can reveal that. That's what we're teaching people in our in our Magi card certification training. We we the advanced the most advanced level is where we learn the art of transformational card reading. And what we teach in that is how each card has and like you take your birth card, ruling card, and your decanate ruling card, and each of these cards has traits it that that result in sort of repeating patterns of behavior in life. But we take them further with that in showing them, the students, what's underneath that, like what's inside of that, what fear is under, under that. Like, you know, let's say, for example, this a quick example would be a five. Okay. A five has this thing about freedom. There's a love of freedom. Yes. But there's sometimes very strongly a fear of losing freedom. So if it's coming from fear, like a love of freedom, love of adventure is there's nothing wrong with that. But if you have a fear of being tied down or losing your individuality, that fear is going to cause a negative expression of that five energy. See? So we're teaching the students all about every birthday and every card so that when they do a reading for somebody, they can help them hone in. When a client comes for a reading, they have they have questions. That's how I look. That's how I look at it. And there's usually some kind of repeating pattern in their life. And they're faced with it again. It's maybe a relationship pattern or it's a job pattern. And my job is to help them get in touch with themselves to such a degree that now they have a consciousness about it. And now they can make a different kind of choice about their life. And they know what's driving the behavior they've had in the past. That's it's transformed me and it's transformed so many people I know. And so this is what the cards and astrology, you know, astrology has really strong astrological transits that are just like having a seven or nine in your spread. And these things can be very revealing. So I invite you guys to, uh, when you see a really scary card coming your way, and eventually you'll have them, uh, to be open to like, is there something here that I need to learn about how I blocked off the universe from myself? Imagine that the universe is a, like a loving, it's a loving God situation, that everything it brings to us is meant to be for our, our transformation and our ultimate freedom from the enslavement of our fears. Okay, just imagine that. And so when you see these nines coming or sevens and instead of being so worried about it think well if, if you can imagine something negative about that and it scares you that's a good opportunity right there to take a look you know many times i have had a, uh, a scary card coming ahead and i'll say okay what's the worst that could happen and i'll play that out of my head and i'll feel it and i'll go through all the different scary scenarios that there could be and i feel it so that i'm not like completely blind to it 
you know it's kind of cool it's like having your lights on at night in your car and you see a pothole coming and you're like oh i can make a little shift of adjustment here so this is the beauty of and in of these systems which in my opinion the science of the cards and astrology were initially meant solely to be a tool for spiritual growth for those people who are interested in spiritual growth i think this is where they were originated they weren't ever they weren't made up just to be like a fortune telling system i mean they can do that they can tell people's fortunes they can tell when there's going to be challenges difficulties when there's going to be success and so forth and so on but seriously it comes where they're really effective is when a person reading their chart or reading their cards is coming at it from what can I learn about myself through this? What is there here for me to uncover about myself? Remember that the science of the cards is represented by the ace of spades. That's the card in the whole deck that represents the whole system. And that's why you see the ace of spades so prominent on my website and so forth and so on. The order of the magi, that symbol, the ace of spades, which means secrets. It means getting to the real truth underneath what we see on the surface. It's not just the surface. It's what's underneath what's on the surface. It's not just what's happening to you. It's what you're experiencing inside around what's happening and about what's happening in your life. So that's where you have and the most power. And if you can get to this point where you're okay feeling all these things, like just being there with it, just being with that feeling, whatever it is, like scariness, uh, sadness, whatever that, whatever these feelings that you don't want to feel about certain things that may happen in your life. When you're willing to be okay and get to the point where you are practiced in being with those feelings, you can practice being with these feelings. You can be there for yourself. You can be your own best friend not by something external, but by being open to feel whatever you feel. Those things that, you know, they're scary, those things that are unpleasant, you know, being willing to feel those things and be honest about it. Wow, that really scared me. Wow, that really hurt my feelings. Wow, that really made me sad, depressed. That really scared me really bad. You know, being okay and then being with that feeling, like being that patient parent to your own inner child that needs you to be there when it's afraid, when he or she is afraid, it needs to be just held or needs to be just with somebody with, and that, that somebody is you. So this is where these sciences really shine, astrology and the cards. The rest of it is all just kind of foo-foo. It's okay, it's not, a, it's not bad. But it's mostly just foo-foo, all, all the stuff and the way the media makes it out to be and everything and so forth and so on. These are sacred sciences, sacred sciences. And, you know, the world doesn't recognize it because the world is largely driven by the mentally dominated egotistical personas that are prevalent today. And But there's a lot of people that are waking up to this. A lot of people are waking up. A lot of people are seeing, oh, wow. There's something here for me. There's some truth here. That's why That's why you guys are here, because you detected some truth when you first encountered 
uh, the, the card system or astrology or both, you, you felt it. You felt, wow, there's something real here. This is something I want to know more about. This is something real. And so this is where life gets really real when you encounter sevens and nines and you're able to be open to what those are going to teach you about yourself. Because, you know, when you look at sevens, it's funny, like, you know, the ten of diamonds and eight of diamonds are great, like, money cards, right? But what's the best money card of all? Seven of diamonds. Interesting, you know? It's the millionaire's card, it's called, seven of diamonds and Jupiter. So when, and you, I'm sure everybody here has experienced that, you just got to be reminded that when you have let go, when you have let go of your, whatever it is that you're, that you're, blocking or resisting that you always feel like a sense of freedom and abundance like you never felt before and you can have these experiences where you realize that everything is perfect and you are completely taken care of you can have and i'm sure a lot of you have had these experiences in your life i don't think you would be here if you hadn't had those experiences okay so this is my little spiel, and I love this topic. I mean, for me, this is like the core. This is all that really matters to me in the whole science of the cards and astrology, and I love it when I have a client unable to get them in touch in such a way that they can have a transformation in their life. It's like the brings me such great joy to see that, and I can feel it like when it happens, like during the reading. It just You can feel the energy shift when there's this new awareness about themselves. And they, they're now, they get their power back and they're no, no, no longer a victim of circumstances, but now they have something that they can actually be with and they can affect a change for the positive. And they can let go of their expectation of things being a certain way because now they're in touch with the fear that's causing that expectation. If you have like a, like a, a huge, huge need for something, there's a good chance that there's like some fear underneath that. Like, you know, I like there's a say, an old saying that I have to use is love is never in a hurry, you know? So if somebody's pushing something, it's not coming from love. Generally speaking, it's coming from fear. And even desire can be, uh, desire can be fear. If you look at it, it's, it's really kind of closely connected. Okay. So we're going to have a uh, quick, a quick uh, break here. Just going to play one of my songs that I like. Uh, this one called "Flying." I love this melody, and uh, it reminds me of the days when I used to fly a lot. So we'll be right back after this. And you guys can uh, you can raise your hand. Uh, and after the break, I'll come back and I'll call on you if you have something to ask or if you have something you want to share. Okay, be right back. Let me grab this thing again. There we go.
Okay, I think we'll just cut it off there. <clears throat> because we have a lot of hands up tonight. I see like 10 hands here. Uh, okay, so uh, some of you who have I've called on a lot, I'm going to call on you tonight, uh, but I'm, I'm going to try to make it short so some of the people that have never uh, got to call in can have a little more time, if that's okay with you. But let's start out with Julie Z. <laughs> hi. Hi, guys. Um, I uh, just wanted to give you a big thank you, Robert, because without you, I would have had a really difficult year. So I've had nines in my cosmic lesson, in my Saturn, in my long range, and underneath that, I'm a king of clubs. Um, I've got my karma cards sitting underneath that in my Pluto period, you know, and just anybody out there that's getting these nines and something's telling you that things are going to change, you know, and I've got a bunch of fives in there too, telling me that my work is going to change or something. And I've been really afraid to make this giant change in my life where I'm a card reader now. This is what I do now. And making that shift from the nine to five into, you know, and I've got ace of spades as my moon supporting me to make this change, but it's a little bit scary, but if anybody else out there is going through it, you know, I think Robert's given the best advice, then just get good with it and accept it and roll with it. And I've had to learn to not resist it. My sister is my um, cosmic lesson this year and I'm in her Mars period. And we have uh, been going at it like cats and dogs, but I had to stop myself the other day and remember what you told me, are you resisting or are you letting it flow? And then I was able to make better choices in how I responded. So I just want to say, I've had a lot of those cards hitting me and without the system, I wouldn't know any better how to be better. And so I can leave it at that, but just don't be afraid of them. They're there for good reasons. If you're open to that change, you've got to be open to it, you know, and know it. Thanks, so, Julie. Thank you. It's great yeah, to hear appreciate from you. It. Thanks very much. That was beautifully said. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Julie was one of the people who just graduated from our last year's training, by the way. She did really good. And now she's going to be a mentor in, in this next year's training. Okay. So if you want to share, you have to raise your hand, by the way, guys. That's how we do it. Okay, Rose, you're up. Hi, thank you for taking my question. Um, I'm transitioning um, into a spiritually based career after working in education for 25 years. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering where, um, if, if the cards are there right now, um, in terms of supporting um, What's your birthday, the, um, August 14, 1965. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> uh, same birthday as Holly Berry. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So uh, you're wondering if the cards support change? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, that, Def, if the definitely, cards support it. Definitely, they definitely do. And it's going to be successful. Um, you know, it's going to be successful. You have great cards this year. I, I mean, have you looked at your cards? <laughs> I'm, I'm new to this, so. Oh, okay. I, well, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, you have some scary cards in your Saturn period, which is March 11th to May 2nd. And like, it could be like, uh, I don't know. It, it could be like you get sick or something like that. But overall, this is going to be a fantastic year. And you're going to make money and you're going to have success. So, and I see the fives here in, for change. And if I were in your position, I would definitely go for it. 
Okay. And, and I, I've been juggling whether to go into, you know, start a small business or to uh, work for a company. That's sort of. Well, your, your, your highest role as a queen of clubs, that's your birth card, is to nurture others with knowledge. Mm -hmm. So if that, if that helps you. Okay. Whichever one of those fits that better would be probably the best choice. Okay. Okay. And so the Saturn period is that next year, March 11th through May It happens 2nd. every year, March mm -hmm. 11th. For yours is March 11th to May 2nd, every year. And this year you have some challenging cards, which could be a situation that you don't, like I, I was talking about the seven of clubs that I have in Saturn in my life spread and how I was being so negative around my, around my um, COVID. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you're going to get COVID. But there'll be some situation where you find yourself really being negative about it. And if you catch yourself, you can transform that into something positive. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're very it. welcome. Good talking to you. Thanks. All right. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Coral. Right there, Coral. Coral. I don't know what happened to her. I guess she stepped away from her computer. Nah, good. We'll just move right along here. Uh, Susan Shaler. I was talking. I'm, I don't know why it went back. Uh, okay, oh, you want to do oh, Susan? Okay, ho okay, hold on, Susan. Hold on, Susan. Uh, I'm on but, a phone. And, I mean, I pushed and it who, unmuted. Okay, hold on, hold on. Who am anyway. I talking to? Am I talking to Coral or Susan? Coral. Okay, go ahead, Coral. Sorry. All right. Uh, I want to say I'm, despite all this, uh, it was it was it was really good to hear the story, the uh, stories that you told, and all about that. And um, I'm concerned about. Well, I'm. I feel like I'm floating through my life, and I need to get more grounded. And also, I'm not resisting, but have a little. Uh, anxiety you know um and i have pretty good cards even though i would say most people would think that it's it's a pretty hard life but uh what can you tell me about the next year on um, uh, may 5th what year 56 Okay, so, you know, everything's in the eye of the beholder, Coral. So a hard life, that's very, that's completely a, 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 a position. That's an interpretation. Do you understand? Yeah, I, I don't there, think There is no hard life. I don't think it's going to be hard. I mean, you live in America, I take it, right? Right. You have a refrigerator. You have a car, right? Yeah, I feel really blessed and yeah, you're grateful. Yeah, you're in the top five or 3% of the whole world. Okay, so how can you say, you know, I'm having a hard life, you know? So I'm just mentioning that to you, just to remember, just a reminder thing. So right. the cards that you see are going to be relative to you, going to be relative to you and your point of view about everything. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you're in yep, your Venus so period right now. You have a two of hearts. You have an opportunity to meet somebody and have a love affair. 
but yep. but you know that's an opportunity these cards can't make you do anything they can't make anything happen you understand there are opportunities you have to take advantage of if you have a couple hearts you have a two hearts coming up you have a two hearts now tween hearts and marks are you interested in a relationship at all or have you closed that door no i've had some um inter i've had interest in re reciprocated and then um a seven of hearts person is just uh is kind of a hard area and mm -hmm. i'm not resisting i'm just being just open to whatever that person wants to do uh-huh yeah well then, well you know having this many heart cards showing up um like there's got to be you know your card is sitting your ace of spades is sitting in the nine of clubs position this year okay yeah right. now nine of clubs are very romantic very sexually and romantically oriented people for the most part but that also okay. happens to be your lifetime saturn card the nine of clubs okay yeah. <laughs> so i think that this is going to be a year when you get an opportunity to elevate your whole thinking pattern about your whole life, not just about love and stuff, but because you're, because it is a nine of clubs, there's going to be romantic activity and, and it's not going to all be fun because nine of clubs, even though they have the two of hearts in Venus, which you have right now, uh, they also have a six of hearts in Saturn. So they have some very challenging relationship things to go through. So, but you know, you're an ace of spades. You're already a very challenged card for relationships. Did you, are you aware of that? That yes. that's one of the biggest challenges for ace of spades is the fear of being manipulated, used by their partners or abandoned or betrayed by the other person. That's the huge thing for ace of spades people, right? Okay. So, yes. you know, that's going to come with it. But so I think the universe is giving you another opportunity in this regard. Giving you right. yeah i mean you're going to have an opportunity to like somebody and then to deal with your own preconceived like notion of what love is the negative version of it you know what i'm saying yeah so i, I mean i would be happy if i were you because it's going to be fun <laughs> but then it's okay. going to be challenging too <laughs> okay okay i like that Okay. All right, Coral. I've been talking. I, I to really you. appreciate your uh, music. The, uh, oh, flag. thanks, thanks. The flying song was. Oh, 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 thanks. I I love that one too. Thank you so much, Coral. Have a have a good Bye. night. Thank you. you. Bye. Okay, Kathleen. Kathleen, is that correct, Kathleen? Yes, it's that's correct. Okay, how are you, Kathleen? Okay, thank you. I want to thank you for your wisdom. Yeah, the opening part because I I understand all that I I know it but I was I was I've been going into such a dark hole lately that um, that's why I'm putting my hand up. Maybe you can turn that phone off. <laughs> well, it, it, notice when it rings. <laughs> that's another thing. That's awesome. Okay, stop. That's it. There's a way to turn that off, by the way, not in the middle of it, but that's okay. I'm not, I'm like uh, still in pre-kindergarten with these things. I'm not, a, you know. I'm yeah, still, I understand. So, so what's your birthday? 
1944. Okay. And is, is there a particular question or thing you want to well, share? Uh, these last two and three years, or whatever you want to call the covert, whatever this thing is, has just taken all my all my energy out of me, all my life. I mean, I was like Miss Vibrant before this. My plan was to live. I'm living in Tucson. I was going to go to Europe. Da, da, da. I used to live in New York. Nothing for two and a half years. It's like I'm dead. And I can't seem to, you know, get through okay. it. Okay. So okay. So, you know, based on what I was talking about earlier, just, just as an experiment, okay, right. let's, just let's just take a look at your life right now. And you're like, you know, nothing's going the way I want it to go, right? Right. I planned it to go. It, it, yeah, the plans, you know, like the, you've heard that expression, right? If you want to see God laugh, tell me your plans. Exactly. I learned that one deeply. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, it's not what's happening or not happening. Again, it's your reaction to it. Yes. It's it's what, it's it's your resistance to it. That's where the lesson is. And if you learn that lesson, everything will transform instantly. If you pay attention to what is going on inside that makes what's happening in your life a bad thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you the first, you know, when you were saying that. Yeah. So it's you just, have to spend some time with your with, with your feelings around this whole mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. What am I resisting? That's right. I mean, that's the only thing you can do. Like, you have to be willing to take a look and see, well, um, like, what what exactly is it that I really hate the most about this? And what am I afraid of underneath that? Like what's, under, what's underneath that? What's inside of that? Like what's really bugging me? Well, it's the loss of freedom. That's that's the big one for me. I know that. Yeah, then, loss of freedom. What else? You know. Uh, and and you know, and when you think about loss of freedom, like ask yourself, well, well, what's what's inside of that? You know, like what's, there are people that wake up in prison. They become enlightened in prison. You know, it, it, like I'm, I'm not saying I could do that, but you know. <laughs> That's what I call this. I feel like I'm in a prison without, without. Uh, well, you might, we're all, yeah. Well, we you all, know? we're all in a prison really of our mind, you know, and our mind. So like, look at the things that you're resisting in your life and see if you can become friends with those and not enemies just just check it and see you know what i mean like because if you can feel what you're feeling around it and be okay like give yourself some love and say you know it's okay you know we can get through this whatever it is i mean i like what eckhart tolle says he says if if there's something going on in your life that it's you really don't like that you only have like i think it's three options one is you move and leave that situation if that's not a possibility then you either accept it he said you have to accept it or or not because it, anything else is insanity like fighting against it getting mad about it and not doing anything those are all crazy so you either have you have to see what are your options do you have the option to leave it to go change it 
I thought, yeah, I thought about that. That right now was like kind of like a dream because. Well, see, it's up to you. Like, like I could say, oh, you got great cards this year, uh, Kathleen. But if you don't do anything about it, nothing's going to change. And by the way, you do have great cards this year. But but what will you do to make them great? What will you put into yourself? This could be a year of transformation for you, of complete change. If you if you are really ready to take that on and, and stop, like, don't get mad. Don't get, don't complain. Just do something about it or accept it. That's it. That's only two options you have. Do something about it or accept it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, we're all faced with that. It's either, it's either change it, leave it or accept it. <laughs> Anything else is total insanity. Okay. It's craziness. Anything else is like self mutilation. Okay. Thank you. Great talking to you, Kathleen. Good to meet the six of diamonds. I love six of diamonds people. It's my son's card. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Susan Shaler, you were up and then you were bound. So I'm going to get you back on. Thank you, Robert. Um, I love your calls. I love what you do. Um, I'm a seven of clubs and I have a lot of sevens and nines. Um, I'm October 15th, 1955. Okay. I think my life is one of spirituality or, but your talk was so good because what I realized is I'm blocking relationships like close relationships and um okay it was just like taking the blinkers off i didn't even really realize it i kind of wonder why why do other people have such great relationships how do they do that and never put it in the context of me blocking it so yes it was uh very good um very um that's enlightening yeah yeah i mean i've i've seen i've had a lot of clients like they'll start talking and um when when they they write me before the reading, they'll say, you know, I don't really have any questions about relationships. So then we get into the reading and I find out they haven't had a relationship for like five years or longer. And I'm like, I always ask them the same thing. I said, did you have a really bad relationship just before you, this, like in the past, was your last relationship, did it have a very bad ending? And always they say yes, you know, almost always. Because and what happens is if we get really hurt by relationships, sometimes people just close the door for a while. And maybe that happened to you. I don't know. Um, well, I actually can't remember having a really good relationship. So oh. I don't know. I, <laughs> so they were all know, bad. <laughs> well, like imagine the seven of clubs worrying and seeing the worst scenario and um, negative thinking. And, you know, I, I as I get older, I'm getting a better handle on it. I'm... Um, more able to raise my vibe and change my thoughts my thinking and see the results i get but um no it's showed up that negative thinking in my health my relationships everything through life so you're also um, a queen of spades though you know susan so yeah being a spiritual card and having the queen of spades which is the card of self-mastery you have an opportunity a unique opportunity to take a spiritual approach and transform this your whole life situation that other cards don't have. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Queen of Spades is my spiritual teacher here in town is a five of diamonds, Queen of Spades. And, you know, she woke up. Yeah. And so, you know, 
I think like you, she said, you know, she said, I'm just tired of, of fighting so much, you know, resisting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just said, this sucks. <laughs> that's what she said. This sucks. <laughs> anyway, that's my little spiel about that. Is there anything else I can help you with? No, I think that's great. Um, yeah, I really appreciated your uh, discussion pre, pre-talk. So thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Great to meet you, Susan. Have a great rest of your evening. Thanks. All right. Okay, Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Are you can there? Can you hear me? I can hear can you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Greetings, Robert. Listen, you're just, every time I come on here, it's something that, a lesson that I'm learning because of you have like a healing bomb. I don't, I don't even know how else to say it. It's just every single time. And um, I've got the revelation tonight that sevens, I, it was almost like, okay, I'm this spiritual person. My son is a seven. My former husband was a seven, but it came up to where I don't like sevens. And now I understand why. And I've got to change my thought process it's like I made a mistake getting sevens in my life, in my life. And um, so now I understand that yeah. I need to, to grow from it. Cause sometimes I think my son, he's um, February 7th, 1999. And he was also adopted. So I thought I was doing a great thing. And then I'm getting all this, whew, you know, this craziness from him, you know, as he got older and, um, so I just tried to want them out of my life, but now I'm gotta change. I gotta change the way I think about it. I really have to. Well, you know, it's that's good that you see that, you know, because if you know whoever is in our life, especially when it comes to children and people that we marry, because there's an unconscious force that 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 causes us to marry people. We don't we think we have control over it, but we really don't. And, you know, these people are always a direct reflection for us. They're like the most important people in our life to show us the universe is going to use them to show us what we need to see. You know, it's like, it's great that you're seeing that because you already have everything you need. You have exactly the right people in your life to give you everything you need to grow and to transform your life. Okay. You've got the whole package. And whether it's sevens or whatever, whoever it is, they're the right people for you. Okay, okay. And if, and if you're fighting with them agree. and if you're resisting them, if you're having expectations that are being met, those are opportunities, you know? Those are opportunities for you to say, what is it? Why do I have to have my way about this in this particular way and so forth and so on? Does that make sense? You know? It makes perfect sense i just appreciate you so so very much i was right there i'll give you a hug but, um, also thank <laughs> i would you. take it too. <laughs> uh i also thank you i do apologize i came in about 15 after that's not like me i was in a meeting had to come out i said oh i hope he lets me in so i really oh no no you, you can come in people come in people can't somebody just came in a minute ago okay so don't worry about that okay. you'll never okay. get you'll never get blocked out don't worry about that Okay, thank you so you're, much for your You're wisdom. very welcome, Sharon. Great to talk to you. Okay. Have a good evening. Uh -huh, you too. You too. Bye-bye. 
Okay, we have time for, oops, that's after nine. We might take one more. Uh, Amy, Elizabeth, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thank you for take, hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you so much for all of what you said before. That was really an interesting talk. And yes, I have a question. So um, I'm dating somebody. <laughs> And um, a bunch of mishaps have happened since I have. So I was going to give you our birthdays. And I just was curious what, if I should take it further, if I should really just keep it where it's at. So his birthday. What's your birthday? 425.79. Okay. Okay. And what's his birthday? Um, it's 516.69. So he is a three of diamonds. Is that right? Yes, that sir. Good? Three of diamonds, and he is a seven of hearts. Yes. Okay, so you, what would really help you when you do this whole relationship thing is you look at a person. What's cool about the cards is the cards never lie, okay? People will tell you, you know, they'll say anything to you, but the cards always tell you the truth. And, like, to know what this person's challenges are in their life. Like, you know, what they're going to have a hard time with. Yeah. What's what's going to come easy to them? What's going to come hard for them? Do you understand? Yes. So three of diamonds and seven of hearts. Is it, that's a very tough birthday because both those cards, three of diamonds and seven of hearts, are really challenging in the area of relationship. Yeah. First of all, three of diamonds can't make up their mind. You know, <laughs> do I want this or do I want that? Can I have both? You follow me? Yes. That's a three of diamonds thing. And I'm being undecided, like changing their mind, you know, oh, I wanted this, but now I want that. Okay. So there's, there's a lot of uncertainty and fear in a typical three of diamonds. Not all of them, of course, but, you know, look at President Trump, ex-President Trump, he's a three of diamonds. I'm right. not saying your boyfriend's like President Trump, but three yeah. of diamonds, they, they have a lot of gifts, but they also have a lot of uncertainty. And that affects their relationships. So in terms of their, like, like if you're thinking long-term, you know, I don't know. Now you, nine of clubs, two of hearts, you know, you're all about love, romance, and sex. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's very strong for nine of clubs and nine of clubs don't really want to get married. They just want to find the perfect partner. The yeah. Perfect and that's really, I'm just looking to have some fun, but like, at the same time, I like him. There's a very strong spiritual side. There's this extreme connection. And I'm wondering if I take it any further than just, you know, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't even call him my boyfriend, but we're spending a lot of time together and he's wanting to have some sort of a label. And I'm still hesitant because of some mishaps. Um, and I, you know, I'm just. Well, the mishaps you you're talking it. about, the talk, the I don't, you know, you don't have to even tell me what they are, but I'm sure that they are just representative of his, of his birthday, you know? Yeah. Things that would yeah. naturally happen to somebody like that. So that's, if you think that's not going to happen in the future, that would be foolish, right? Right. A hundred percent. And I so, think I just needed you to tell me that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because if you're like basing your decision on, oh, is he going to do that again? You bet, better believe he's going to do it again. <laughs> and it's not like he doesn't have, he doesn't really have a choice about it. Like he, until he gets totally like, this is true for all of us, you know, until right. we get really clear 
and come to terms with our stuff, we don't really have much control over our behavior. And if there's a negative behavior pattern there, it's probably going to show up again and again and again until right. we do. Until we do. So anything else is, like I said earlier, is kind of insanity to think that it's going to be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and you're you, I haven't, you know, your cards don't reveal your cards aren't as challenged as his, but you do have that six of hearts and Saturn. So you've had your share of difficult relationships. Right. You know, and you might still be due for another one or two before you get. I the hope whole. not. The, the thing with the nine of clubs is they have to have these negative relationships to show them what it's like to be with somebody that is uncaring, unfeeling. You understand? Because you probably were that way with somebody else more than once in a past life. You understand? Like yeah, six and we we spoke about that. And I think my ex-husband and that whole situation was like a huge karma around me being born with Pluto in uh, retrograde. Pluto retrograde is not a big deal. I don't know who told you that, but in my opinion, it's nothing. It means nothing. What what did somebody tell you about Pluto retrograde? Well, curious. it was our conversation about um, when love was going to come into my life and it would be the ultimate oh, love. Oh, and that, I was okay, going to be. I understand, right? I yeah, understand. yeah, 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 yeah. And that there been, was some. It must have been clear. connected. Your Pluto must have been connected to your astrology, like your relationships yeah. in your chart. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Uh, You've had readings <laughs> or <AME>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I apologize. No, that's okay. I says, I looked at your name. I was like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I so, I like, I'm so grateful for our reading. It was amazing. And if anybody hasn't had a reading with him, you need to have one because it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. No, it was amazing. It was amazing. Well, I'm really happy to hear, hear from you and, you know, um, I mean, if it's just for fun, keep it just for fun. But I don't think that unless he's showing signs, like if he's in therapy and knows that he's got some issues to work on, I wouldn't expect him to change. Yeah. That's all, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. really like the, the best thing is when we can find somebody that we can say, well, I can live with this, you know? Right. And it's good that the, it's good that the, that people show you their bad side ahead of time. You know, it's good that you get to see it before you get too involved. Well, I'm blessed like that. I mean, like literally some some pretty big things came out like right away and I was like, "Ooh, you know, and I know that I have that effect on people where they just like kind of word vomit, but there was a lot of stuff and I was like, "Ooh, this is a lot." You know, I don't know if this is too much for fun. Like if this is my year as we spoke about of having a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you have a King of hearts long range. I mean, there could, there can right. be fun here for sure. Uh, uh, I, I mean, you don't have bad cards. No, you, you don't have bad cards, but you know, I would pass if it were me, but this guy is your Pluto card this year. His seven of hearts yeah. is your Pluto card. So yeah. maybe, maybe he's got something to teach you. Yeah. You know, yep. my my approach is really just follow your attraction. If you're attracted to somebody, there's a reason. It's a good yeah. reason. And yeah. you probably, they're going to show you something that you need to see. But if you see it coming and you, you already say, well, I don't really like that. Well, you're probably ahead of the game and you don't need to go through that. Yeah. Okay. 
Thank you. Great Appreciate talking you. to you, Amy. Have a great evening. Yeah, you too. Thanks yeah, for you being too. on the show. Yeah, thank you. All right. What did he tell you? Okay, everybody. Well, I, I should really get going. Uh, my son will be home soon if he's not already home. So we're going to just call it a night here. I'll get another song up. Just something to kind of um, uh, just to fade out with here for everybody. And I really appreciate you all. It was really a lot of fun. And I hope to see you again soon. Maybe in a week or two, we'll have another show. So have a great evening. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you all for being here. It's beautiful to see you all. Thank you. You're welcome, Kathy. from Australia. Thanks, Robin. Appreciate all of you. Thank you. show will be on Spotify tomorrow and also on Anchor FM in our usual place. Good night, everybody.